Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The moment many of you have been waiting for, the rookie wide receiver video. And let me tell you something. I've got a couple shocking names on here. Quite possibly the Tank Dell of this 2024 rookie wide receiver class. Maybe two of them in this top six. We're going to be talking up these guys all offseason long. Frankly, I feel like putting both of them on the Moon Men list. We're going to get into my top six rookie wide receivers for 2024. The 2024 class is deep. This is a very deep wide receiver pool. And we could have potentially three or four top 15 wide receivers eventually coming from this class. The Fantasy Football Show Rookie Edition, Wide Receiver Edition begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. We are here doing it live here on the Fantasy Football Show. Talking rookie wide receivers, specifically my top six. We'll get into some more names. We'll definitely break it down. But this is going to be... I think a very, very, very important video walking into not only the 2024 NFL draft content and rookie drafts and all that, but fantasy football period, because we identified a man on this channel that no one had ranked as high as we did. We identified a man named Tank Dell as our absolute monster must-have guy, and there are two guys inside this top six list that are absolutely absolutely capable of being the next Tank Dell. Um, They're not in my top three. The top three, because I feel like these first top three are pretty much the consensus. Not saying you can't deviate from the consensus, but you're not drafting any of the guys I'm talking about ahead of these three. If You're going to, in crafty fashion, take some of the other guys later. Now, these specific three are legit. These specific three guys, Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, and Roma Dunze, are all three capable of being top 12 wide receivers in the National Football League. Their landing spots are very, very, very crucial and critical pieces of this puzzle. There's no way that Malik Neighbors becomes a top five absolute monster in some horrible landing spot. There's no way that Roma Dunze can can deliver in the worst of situations if he goes somewhere very crowded or there's no quarterback. There's certainly possibilities that roadblocks are presented to these two. I think Harrison would overcome almost anything. There's no way he's going to like Minnesota where they've already got two wide receivers and they have no need for uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. So like he can't go anywhere where he can't overtake the wide receiver. It would literally be a place like Dallas or or Minnesota or potentially um, 
and even Cincinnati would feed him a ton. But there's no place he's going to go where he's going to get buried on the depth chart. There's nowhere he can't go and survive and rise up. He's one of the most can't-miss players we've seen come out of college, Marvin Harrison Jr., in quite some time. He's six foot four. He's 205 pounds. This Ohio State Buckeye was a monster in college. Everybody and their mother sees this guy coming. And he's the number one overall rookie in a rookie-only fantasy football draft. 12-11 in 2023 with 14 touchdowns. 12-63 in 2022 with 14 touchdowns. He's an absolute monster. He's an absolute can't miss. He's an absolute top five wide receiver of the future. There's just no, no, you know, there's no debating it. I don't even, I'm not going to even waste a lot of time on it because everyone knows this guy's coming. I can only tell you that in a dynasty draft, a startup draft, you could take him in the top seven or eight without a hesitation, without any sort of equivocation, without any sort of regret or hesitation, stuttering, nothing. You just do it and you do it live. Malik Neighbors. His landing spot will be important, but he's very good. He's a very good wide receiver. This LSU product, LSU produces amazing wide receivers. 1569 and 14 scores in 2023. A thousand yards receiving the year prior with only three touchdowns. But this kid is is great. He's not as good as Marvin Harrison Jr. Could he be near as good in the right landing spot? Let's say he goes to the most ideal of landing spots. And let's say Marvin Harrison goes to a a good but not as great landing spot. Let's say Malik Neighbors gets drafted to Arizona. Marvin Harrison Jr. goes somewhere just unthinkable. Then, yeah, you've got like a, a, a... a, a situation where he's like hanging with him, but no one's passing Marvin Harrison Jr. He he is absolutely a can't miss. This guy Roma Dunze and, and and Malik six foot two hundred pounds. He's going to get bigger. He'll probably play at two hundred five at the NFL level. This guy's a, 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 an absolute gem, and and any team would be lucky to have him as their number one wide receiver. Totally capable of being a top ten to top twelve wide receiver in the future. Totally capable of being number one Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, understand the difference. He's capable of being a top 6-10 to 10 wide receiver. Malik Neighbors. Not a lock. Not, not a lock. Don't let someone tell you he's a lock. But 6-10? to 10, No doubt about he could be a 6-10 to 10 wide receiver. This guy could be number 1. This guy, this guy could be number one. There's talk about Minnesota. There's and It's rumblings. It's rumors. It's smoke. No one's saying this is true. Calm down. Calm down, keyboard Clifford. As you start typing in your in your in, in the chat right now, there's been rumblings, rumors, not necessarily true, that the Minnesota Vikings were contemplating JJ to get a pick that could replace JJ, start the clock over, rebuild around Marvin Harrison Jr. instead of not have enough support if they don't go get Kirk Cousins and bring him back, that they could reset the clock. There's that might seem stupid to somebody, but Quite honestly, from an NFL GMing perspective, a decision-maker perspective from an NFL club, you would definitely sit there and say J.J.'s needing to get massive dollars, massively paid. And if you believe Marvin Harrison could become the number one player in the National Football League or the number one wide receiver, at least in the National Football League, it's not as crazy of a fairy tale being told out there in Smokeland. Okay, but it is smoke. There's no truth to it. Marvin Harrison Jr. not going to be a Viking. If he was, that means JJ's traded. It's not going to happen. But I'm just trying to paint the picture that this guy could be the number one wide receiver in the National Football League. He absolutely could be. Malik Neighbors could be 6-10. to 10. Big difference. Big difference. Roma Dunze, 
He could be as good as Malik. Malik could be better than Rome. Rome could be better than Malik. Situation will be very, very dependent. This will be dependent on situation. This will be dependent on which quarterback is slinging the rock to these two guys right here. But these are these are your clear top three wide receivers. There's no real dancing around it. And even if you believe what I'm about to show you on screen number two, which are not just one potential absolute steal of drafts, redraft, steal of redraft fantasy football drafts, but dynasty monsters, three of which I have identified just watching hours and hours and hours of film watching hours and hours of catching the football watching and looking at this stuff until i'm blue in the face these three guys that i'm, I'm, I'm about to show you on screen are the absolute best three prospects minus these guys uh but first i want to take some phone calls on this and then we're going to go to the next three dial in dial in call into the show call, call, call into the show dial in dial in dial in um curious to know where you guys feel these guys are going um and i don't know if my phone lines are even open Dial in, dial in. Anybody have a different thought on these three? Anybody have a different thought? Some people feel Malik Neighbors could be better than Marvin Harrison Jr. I do not. I think he's good. I think, again, 6-10. to 10. I think Roma Dunze, Adunze could be 6-10. to 10. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is locked into the top 1-5. to five. Um, Yeah, well, we'll try not to do any backpedaling tonight. All right, you guys ready? Here we go. Let's just do it. Next screen. My wide receiver four, five, and six. Hit that thumb up button. We got 62 of, it, of you in here and only 18 of you have wiped your feet. I'm sitting here on a Saturday giving you my top six wide receivers and three breakout guys that have the best chance of becoming this year's version of Tank Dell. And I've got 18 thumbs up and 65 of you in here. Punch it. Here are my wide receivers four, five, and six. Number four, Brian Thomas Jr., LSU, six foot four monster, 205 pounds. This guy's got breakout written all over him. Smitty, what's, yeah, I don't know, I think. Xavier Leggett, my number six wide receiver, uh, Malachi Corley, my number five wide receiver. These two guys right here have the most upside out of everybody in the... These three guys have the most upside out of everybody in the wide receiver pool. You won't find... You'll find Thomas around wide receiver 4, 5, 6. You'll find uh, Malachi Corley around wide receiver 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. You'll find Xavier Leggett around 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. The, these these f these four three guys are not your typical wide receiver four five and six. You won't find it. This guy Malachi Corley looks like something I've never seen. I watched 
three hours of footage on this kid. And Malachi, I, 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 I sat here for probably two and a half hours bouncing him back and forth at my number four and five. I even at one point put him number three over Adunze. And then I, I said to myself, you need to calm down, Smitty. You need to relax and know that you putting him five is plenty of, of buzz and hype. And it, but I had him at three for a good 10, 15 minutes. The graphic was up. I, I sat here and I, I was like, how can I not have a Dunes? I started to try and put all four of them on one screen because it didn't feel right. That's how much I like Malachi Cor- Corley. But I, I, I said to myself, this is high enough. Like, I understand I want to make a statement with it. I understand I want to have Leggett and Corley higher than, than, than really anybody. But this is already accomplishing that. And, and I want to make sure Brian Thomas Jr. doesn't get overlooked. Brian Thomas Jr. is going to be an absolute monster. Brian Thomas Jr. is a kind of a, I don't want to say this because I'm not saying he'll be Randy Moss, but he plays a lot like Randy Moss footage coming out of college. He reminds me of the prospect of Randy Moss. And when you watch Brian Thomas Jr. catch a football, nobody can get the football. He's six foot four, 205 pounds. He, he's going to dominate defenders at the next level and you look at his game law or his career stats you look at his 2023 numbers 1177 and 17 touchdowns this guy had a phenomenal 2023 season 1177 and 17 touchdowns his counterpart i'm not saying he's necessarily better than malik neighbors but would it shock me if he was better than malik neighbors no it wouldn't. That's why Brian. That's why Thomas is ranking where he is. It's making a statement. He's my number four wide receiver. He had fifteen sixty nine. Love Malik Neighbors. Fourteen touchdowns. Thomas had seventeen touchdowns. Like like these two need to be talked about in the same breath. People can't just say Malik Neighbors just blows him out of the water. Brian Thomas was phenomenal. In 2023, 17 scores. He is a big play, go up and get the football kind of guy. I love this kid, Brian Thomas. But but I I, I bounced Corley and Leggett over Thomas a couple times. I came circling back around. It's one of those things where you watch a lot of film and you say to yourself, okay, I just watched that. Hit the thumb up button. We got 30 thumbs up and 82 people in here while I'm dropping you some serious uh, top six wide receiver rookie knowledge. Hit that thumb up. Do it live. There, there, There's something about this kid that screams and he plays different than Tank Dell. Tank Dell's small. This guy's 5'11", 210. But there's something about this kid that screams Tank Dell to me. Like when I'm watching this guy, this guy looks like a combination of Good God. I mean, it really comes down to like A.J. Brown meets D.K. Metcalf. Xavier Leggett looks like A.J. Brown met D.K. Metcalf. You morphed them together into one human being. And that's when you get Xavier Leggett. When I look at Corley, he plays a lot like... uh, he plays a lot like it's hard to describe him. I I feel like you. It's just a. It's a Tank Dell meets um, because his size is different. But it's a Tank Dell meets. Uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It, it. it could be like you could say Puka Nakua Tank Dell combination of of three or four different guys. There really is nobody that plays like him. His speed, his acceleration, his ball awareness. 
his 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 spatial intelligence. This guy uh, Malachi Corley is going to be a star in the NFL. Like I I, I told you, Tank Dell was going to be a star. I'm telling you, Malachi Corley is going to be. Is eight foot tall. He will always answer the that, mother. Well, that that ruined the the transition. I told you Tank Dell was going to be a star. I'm telling you, Malachi Corley is going to be a star. Absolutely, absolutely convinced by just the footage alone. 5'11", 210. 5'11", 210. Don't let that scare you when you look at a 6'3", 227 monster. Don't let that scare you when you look at a 6'4", 205 monster. Think of Tank Dell and think about how good he was. 5'11", 210 is fine. Malachi Corley plays like something I've never seen. You, you look at, at Western Kentucky, you look at his stats right here, they, they don't blow you away. Uh, 12, 93, and 11 TDs in 2022 is a fantastic season. 101 receptions, mind you. Uh, 2023 at 79 receptions, 984 and 11. Good stats, but those aren't those aren't blowing you away like Thomas's 17 touchdowns, right? But it doesn't matter. Sometimes it's not about stats. When we look at Marvin Harrison Jr. Are we knocking Marvin Harrison Jr. down any because he only had 14 touchdowns and 1,200 yards in back-to-back seasons? You got to watch the film. The film doesn't lie, and the stats don't always tell all of the story. Malachi Corley just does it. I urge all of you to YouTube Malachi Corley highlights. Watch it for two to three minutes while we're live right now. Come back and tell me I'm wrong. Come back and tell me I'm wrong. I dare you. I dare you to pull up Malachi Corley video footage, watch it, and come back and tell me I'm wrong. Come back and tell me that five is too high. Everybody's going to sleep on this kid until they don't. And I don't know... I don't know if uh, if his combine is going to vault him up too high. Uh, 82 in here with only 29 thumbs up. Wipe your feet at the door. Uh, Perps is dropping a 20 wad. Wants a toot. Alert. Super- <laughs> Appreciate you dropping that uh, $20 hauler, Perps. You're an absolute maniac. You're a monster. Uh, Perps says, sorry, Smitty. You just announced it too. Uh, what are we talking about, Perps? I, did, I don't know what we're talking about on that one. I did, I'm not reading the comments, so I'm not sure if uh, what we're discussing there. Neighbors is a tier above everyone besides Marvin, says Sandu. I'll tell you something. If there's anybody going to leapfrog everybody but Marvin... It's going to be one of these three guys right here. We haven't talked about Leggett. Leggett is a monster. Leggett is a... A.J. Brown, like I said, meets D.K. Metcalf. You watch film on Leggett. You watch film on Corley. And you just ask yourself how you don't have him at three or four. In my opinion. 12-55, seven touchdowns. The stats weren't necessarily there. The, the resume's not as thick. 
That's why I can't put him any higher than six, but six is plenty. Six is letting you know he's coming, and, and no one's going to have him at six. No one's going to have Corley at five. No one's going to have Leggett at six. This is early. This is an early jump. Thomas at, at four is even pretty high. I think most people are going to have around six, seven, eight, Thomas, or at least five, six, seven. This is early on Thomas. You're early on Thomas here. You're early. You're going to be so early on Corley. People will not see Corley coming. People will not see Corley coming. Uh, Leggett is an absolute monster. Can't wait to see him uh, dominate defensive backs at the National Football League level. But yeah, the, the, the stats here are are going to be a little bit of a, you know, almost a letdown when you're watching his film and you're like, holy crap, <laughs> Leggett is so good. He's so good. And then you see his stats and you're like, okay, they're good. There's there's nothing wrong with uh, 1255 uh, 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 or is it 1255 and 7. There's nothing wrong with 1255 and 7. But you're expecting 18 touchdowns and 1,400 yards when you're watching Leggett film. It's absolutely crazy. Corley... Is I don't even care what his stats said. Like I know 984 and 1293. You might say to yourself, "Well, you know that's not 1300 yards, 1400 yards, 1200 yards back to back, or anything like that." But I don't care. 11 back to back touchdowns, back to back seasons. This guy looks the part. He's fantastic. He's the next Tank Dell. He's the next Tank Dell. He may not be the size of Tank Dell. He may not play exactly like Tank Dell. You know my point. My point is, he's the next. Everybody's gonna be like, "Oh my God, no one, no one saw this guy coming." We did, we did. Um, Detest says, "I appreciate your advice. Always, you're the goat." Thank you, Detest. Appreciate you, bro. Th- this is my early look at the at the wide receivers. Um, sorry, Smitty, you just announced it. Thank you, Perps, for your your super chat. I don't know again what that was about, but these are my these are my top six wide receivers. These are my top six wide receivers. In review, Marvin Harrison Jr., there's just nobody close to him. Malik Neighbors, he's the clear two. He's the clear two. Um, Adunze, he's the clear three. That, that's why none of these guys are on the screen. As much as I want to get excited and, you know, in this industry, being first on something or trying to rank someone the highest, you got to get uh, careful not to just start getting crazy and reckless. That's why you have you don't see Thomas, Corley, or Leggett above the big three, and nor would I draft them or expect it. These are the three studs. These are the three guys that should infect the top twelve overall wide receiver rankings for the future. These guys should all linger inside the top twelve. Top 13, top 14 wide receivers. This guy could be number one, two, three, four, five in the entire National Football League within one calendar year. This guy could be six, he could be five, he could be seven. If Malik Neighbors goes to the right ideal spot, he could be a top five guy. There's no doubt about it. Malik Neighbors is a monster. Adunze, he could be better than Neighbors or a lot worse than Neighbors. He's got more ability to fall or climb. He's got more range in a bad way. Right, like he needs to be somewhere good. He's 6'3", 215, he's a monster. If he's in the right spot, and let's say Neighbors isn't, he could be number two. He could be the second best wide receiver in this class. But if Neighbors goes somewhere elite and electric, he's the he's the two. He's the two, and he can be an absolute star in the National Football League. Like, you, you put Neighbors in, if we go to the NFL draft, you put Neighbors in a spot like Arizona, he would be a star. He would be an absolute superstar. 
you put a guy like Neighbors in Atlanta, and let's say Russell Wilson's the quarterback, he's going to develop differently. Not that that's not a good spot, but you've got London there, you've got Bijan, you've got Pitts, you've got no elite gunslinging quarterback. You're probably going to see Neighbors not thrive as quickly. Maybe he gets there eventually, but he'll have so much to share so many mouths to feed it wouldn't it seems like it'd be great it'd be great for football but he wouldn't thrive as well there you put Malik neighbors in New York with Danny Dimes he's not going to thrive as quickly as maybe a, a Dunze in freaking I don't know you put a Dunze in maybe LA or something you know I'm not saying these guys would go in these exact locations I'm saying some trade downs happened or whatever you put a Dunze or Malik neighbors in Indy and let's say you let Pittman Jr. go, you don't franchise tag or re-sign him, then Neighbors or Adunze, whoever lands in Indy, goes to the freaking moon. If Neighbors goes to the Giants, it's not good. It's not good until a year or two. It's slow. It's an obstacle. It doesn't mean he doesn't you know, turn that whole franchise around. But with Danny Dimes there for one more year, it is going to be stunting his growth a little bit. Neighbors goes to... The Chargers and Adunze goes to the Giants. Neighbors to the freaking moon. Adunze is going to be limited. If Marvin Harrison Jr. went to the Giants with, with Danny Dimes. And Neighbors went to the Cardinals with Kyler Murray. Neighbors would be on near, like I said earlier. Wouldn't be higher than him from a, a fantasy football perspective. But they'd be almost level because situation's king. Situation's absolutely king. You can't you can't become if neighbors goes to the Bengals, he can't become a top five wide receiver in the National Football League as easily because he's got Jamar Chase sitting there. He'll be amazing. They'll both be top twelve wide receivers. Neighbors would, would be a eight to twelve guy with Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow. No doubt about it. But could he ever be one, two, three, four, five on the regular with Jamar Chase there? No. Situations everything. You can't expect some guys to to go. You can't expect you know uh, uh, Jordan Addison to become the number one in Minnesota. He landed in a great spot for 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 last year's purposes. This year, who knows who the quarterback is? But it, he couldn't climb up to be a top five wide receiver. He just can't because JJ's sitting right in front of him. Um. Yeah, th- I, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is a. Uh, Glorious, glorious rookie wide receiver class. These three guys are monsters. And these three guys are going to absolutely make waves, shock people. And you have three names in front of you. Maybe all three of them don't land. But you have three names in front of you to get your best best shot at the next Puka Nakua, at the next Tank Dell. Um... Puka Nakua is so late that it's almost hard to ever expect that to ever happen again. But the next Tank Dell, you're looking at, and again, size, don't think of size when I say that. You think of a player you take late in a draft, not undrafted necessarily. These guys are not undrafted, but they're late, double-digit round picks in a redraft league. These guys right here, you're looking at at least one of these guys will become the next Tank Dell. Phone lines are open briefly, and then I'm out of here. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show.
Um, mock drafts are useless, says uh, D-Town. Sometimes they're fun, though, bro. You got to do them. Uh, Jake with the $5 hauler. Appreciate Jakey boy. Thomas coming in with the $5 hauler. Jake with the $5 hauler. Thomas has been waiting for this draft to tank Dell in my first ever Dynasty League because of you looking to the next wide receiver. I have th- uh, three third-round picks in the rookie draft. Thanks. You're, you bet, Thomas. These are the three guys, man. You keep an eye on them. You make sure you grab them. 54 thumbs up. 80 people in the building. Hit that thumb up button. Bigger gap between Harrison and Neighbors or Neighbors and Adunze. I would say bigger gap between landing spot matters, but before landing spots divvied out, I'd say, man, um, I would say it's kind of equal. Um, there is a gap between neighbors and Harrison when all things are level and even. As I've said, if 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 you have uh, if you have neighbors go to the better spot by a mile like if we like the example i gave you if marvin harrison jr goes to the giants whatever i'm just throwing he's not slipping but i'm just saying if they trade it up whatever if the giants got marvin harrison jr and neighbors went to the cardinals or the chargers you'd have yourself one of those situations where their rookie year neighbors could outscore but would i draft neighbors over marvin harrison jr no because in time new york would bring in a qb it won't be Danny Dimes forever. And at the end of the day, Marvin Harrison Jr. is better. But that's how that works. Landing spot is king. Landing spot would make Odunze better than Neighbors if he was in if Neighbors was in New York and Odunze was in LA or Arizona. Um, you're live. Who's this? This is Carrie. Carrie, what's up, my guy? Hey Smitty. What's uh, up? Love the show so far. I uh, love the, the outlook here. I was just wondering, like, I mean, I think that I think the first, you know, top three guys are easy. Like that, there's a, a, a solid chance they hit for you know year one. But those t- the, the 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 second tier that you had there, like, you think anyone? Obviously, landing spot is key, just like you said. But you think any anybody has a good chance of, of hitting year one? That, that's what the whole show has been about, Kerry. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I I, I mean, have you been watching? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've just been sitting here telling you these three guys are your next Tank Dell. Like, not oh, all no. of them, all three of them will land, but one of these guys will be this year's version of Tank Dell. Uh, if I had to guess, it's it's Malachi Corley. I I love Brian Thomas. Uh, I go back and forth, bro. I, I love Brian Thomas is so good. I mean, what he did when you watch him on on when you watch footage of him, pull up YouTube footage of him. And you see him dominate defenders. And look, you know, LSU, he's played defense. He's played good defenses. He's not somebody that's just like, oh, well, we'll wait and see. You know, I, I know some people might say, oh, well, Leggett did it against this competition or that competition. I get it. But Thomas was doing it and doing it live all year. Like his 17 touchdowns, 11.77. The year prior, 3.61 and 5. The year prior, 3.59 and 2. That, you know, th- that that could be your point of concern is like you haven't seen it long enough. Is one season enough? But you watch the film on it. He's dominating. He dominates jump balls like like no one I've seen in, a, in, in quite some time. I love Malachi Corley. The way he navigates open space. He looks like a combination of, this is a weird combo, but it's it's like I said, Tank Dell, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, um... 
God, he's a combination of everybody. Like his size is yeah. does. It's hard to say he's Tank Dell because he doesn't have Tank Dell's size. But Tank Dell's like ability to navigate space, cut across the middle, um, create separation. Like Ma- Malachi Corley looks like a Corvette out there, it, it, just driving in between cones. Like it's crazy. Like if anybody's not YouTube Malachi Corley, YouTube him and come back and tell me that this is not maybe my 2020 version. 2024 version of Tank Dell. I, I dare you. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. my, my, whole, my whole league is keeps asking, how did, how did you know about Dell? Because literally nobody else has me, so I, I can't thank you enough for, for Dell and I drafted him, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think your Dell's in here. Your Dell's in this in this, it, thre- this trio. You what? I said, let's do it, baby. All right. Appreciate you, Kerry. Later. All right, thanks, bud. Yeah, Kerry right, car- to the moon. Carry to the moon. Uh, uh, Young, I saw you calling in. I tried to answer it real quick. Uh, dial in, dial in, dial in. Hob G says, uh, Makanki, a route running animal. Makanki's pretty good too. Um, he'd probably be very, very close to like seven, eight. Um, I'll be putting the, the rest of the rookies on my uh, com. So if you want to see these by tonight around midnight, I'll have all of these rookies embedded into my Redraft rankings, dynasty rankings, super flex, super flex rankings, rookie rankings, super rookie rankings. Nobody does rankings like your boy. Uh, Young, you can call in again. Baltimore almost had to take a big body wide receiver. Thomas will be great in, 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 in Baltimore. Thomas would be great in Baltimore. I could see that. Um, Thomas would be great in in. Look, this is a place where like he could go to Cincy and and we we get a lot out of him. But I mean, you do want him to go somewhere to be a one. It it would be, definitely be preferable to have all these guys land in places where they could be the one. You want them to be the one. No one wants somebody to be the two, even if the quarterback's great. Like Brian Thomas and Cincy playing, you know, his best version of the one B. You know, you have one A Chase, one B. Brian Thomas, because I would say Brian Thomas is good enough where you could he could literally become the B and not like this the wide receiver too, but that's better than a horrible situation with no quarterback. Like, would I want Brian Thomas Jr. in Cincy or the Giants as the number one? And I'd rather have him in Cincy. So there's like a give and a take, of course, but you want all of these guys to be their team's number one. There, there's no scenario where, other than that, you know where you're wishing it. Um, Young, what's up? You're live. Hey, Smitty, what's up, brother? How you doing? I'm good, bro. How you yeah, like? Yeah, so you, it's I'm, I'm loving it. I love it. It's funny because you, as I was calling in, like you, you literally answered the question that I was gonna ask as soon as <laughs> like the the phone was ringing because I, I was just gonna ask uh, out of the the four, five, and six guys who you thought has the most potential of out of those three, out of being Tank Dell, you know, and you, and as soon as it was ringing, you, you said, uh, Corley. So yeah, I'm like, all right, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Th- this guy could be Thomas. Um, Thomas could be DK good. I, 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 I don't want to say he has a cap ceiling at that level, but I mean, like if you're just asking me throw a value on him, how good is he going to be in the NFL? DK Metcalf good with upside for a lot more if he goes to the right spot. So that means he's a top 10 to 14 wide receiver in the NFL. That's really damn good. Um, Malachi Corley could be, he's going to have a bigger range. I think Thomas is safer. 
I think Malachi Corley, his, he's such a big body that he's not going to get overlooked. The team's not going to overlook him. I don't think anybody overlooks Malachi Corley, but if he goes in as a bad combine or something, then he could be. I think this guy climbs up a lot of a lot of charts. But if Tom Thomas is definitely going somewhere to be a big body wide receiver, like I think his 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 uh, floor is like a Mike Williams, but I don't think he'll ever go near that. I I think Brian Thomas will absolutely thrive, and if he goes somewhere like Baltimore, or I mean, there's a ton of places he could go. He's gonna thrive. Xavier Leggett is the guy that has a he's a little more raw. His resume's not as deep. Um again, you look at it and you say to yourself, okay, he had 167 yards the year prior to last year. <laughs> like he doesn't have much to look at. It is just a remarkable 2023 season where on the field, looking at the film and footage, it's pure domination, but it's not a long, you know, a long history. The like you're worried about route tree development all that but like he's dk metcalf ceiling as well so so i'd say dk metcalf ish dk metcalf ish in terms of where they rank corley's gonna have that potential bust (laughs) or top you know five top six wide receiver potential he'll never i mean you never know but i don't i wouldn't put him like in the marvin harrison tier at all but he's he tank dell is not in the jj tier like we're not idiots but like Tank Dell wins you leagues where you're getting him. Tank Dell is an absolute, you know, magical player to have on your team, especially if you did it before anybody knew it was coming. That's the same result here. That's why I can't put like we can only get so excited and say, okay, I love Malachi Corley. I want to be first on it. I love Leggett. I love Thomas more than anybody. I want to be first on it. Let me bump one of these big dogs out. I'm not going to do that. That's reckless. That's stupid. And Adunze, Neighbors, and Harrison Jr. are by far and away the top three wide receivers. They're by far and away the most likely to succeed. They're by far and away the most talented overall and have the best resume overall, have the best pedigree overall. And then at that point, it's like everything else is just win a league type moves. It doesn't mean they have, doesn't mean the other board, the four through six guys, have to be better than these three guys. They're just going to explode more so from their ADP and expectation level than the other three. So it's just, they're just different. Yeah. Um, very, yeah. I have to, I have to watch the other, I'm going to check out the other three guys that you mentioned, the four, five, and six guys. I've watched a good amount of tape of the top three. And so I don't, I want to see, like, obviously I'm not, you know, like a professional with this, but for me, what, I, what I'm getting out of Harrison is, is I'm seeing like a, like crazy speed, stretch the field, like spectacular catch guy, you know, and, and that's kind of, I don't know, would you agree? Like, that's kind of his, what he brings is like, just a, like really stretch the field type of dude or Marvin Harrison Jr. Is there I think... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, what he brings to the table is everything, bro. Like, he is the most polished wide receiver. He's Some call him, and I don't think this is wrong, like the most can't-miss player we've seen in a decade. So there's no way there's no way to describe him as he does this. That's almost disrespectful to him. Like, oh, I kind of see him as the guy that will... No, he's everything, bro. (laughs) He's everything. He's the go-get-it. He's the speed. He's He's the 100% just... Like, to even try and define him almost t- sounds like you're telling me he has faults. <laughs> he doesn't. Oh, wow. 
he doesn't. He's yeah. that's why he's the number one overall rookie pick. And even in Superflex, you have people considering, depending on their quarterback situation, obviously, considering taking him 1.1 in a Superflex rookie-only draft because he is the can't-miss player. There's nobody considering an RB over Harrison this year. It's a it's a weak running back stable. We like a couple guys, but this is the year that Marvin Harrison is leapfrogging everybody, and it's not even close. I think your question that you're asking more so applies to these two guys. Malik Neighbors and Adunze... They aren't as well-polished all around as Marvin Harrison Jr., but they're very close, and, you know, I, I think they they need situation more long for a long-term outcome, positive outcome, than Marvin Harrison does. Marvin Harrison is the kind of guy you draft him, you'll build around him, even if it takes a year or two. That's why I say in New York, the Giants would be a horrible 2024 landing spot, but in time, they would build yeah. around him. Malik Neighbors, you don't want him going to the Giants and, you don't want a Doomsday going to the Giants. I don't like those landing spots. And that would make me not ranking Corley or Leggett or Thomas above a Doomsday necessarily, but maybe I'm sidestepping a Doomsday if he's in New York playing with Danny Dimes. And I just say, I'm going to yeah. go this way or I'm going to go Bowers. Like ba- Bower- yeah. Bowers in the ideal spot could rank third on this like if i was to put bowers mixed in with the wide receivers like not drafting him as a wide receiver but drafting him in a rookie setting i could slip bowers in between two and three i i really could take bowers after malik neighbors like bowers is that good this is what i i I think i said that wrong i think what i (laughs) what i kind of worded it wrong i think what i meant to say is i guess yeah, all around Harrison is like amazing. But what for me, what what caught my eye and what stood out the most is just him just blazing by defenders. He does just it all. Always yep. open, like and and just he, he's just all the way down the field. You know, like that's what stood out the most. I mean, yeah, he looks great. But for me, it was just like, wow, this dude is crazy fast and Separ- separation. There, all that. I think you're just describing like separation. Sep- yeah, separation. Yeah, neighbors. Seemed more of like a, he looked like I, to, to me seemed more like a like a gadget guy, you know, like kind of can can just do that that type of type of gadget player style. I got you. And then, but for a for a Dunze, what stood out the most with a Dunze for me was just like how tough he looked, like what he does after the catch, just him fighting for yards after like every single play I watch is just him just yeah just tough like fight, fighting for those extra yards that for me like I think what 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 I like to see the most is like shiftiness and toughness you know that's like that always get like gets me excited to see that in a player so well, that, ma- that was ma- just what I make no mistake about it where Adunze and neighbors goes where they go will define who's better than the other I know there's a lot of neighbors people out here. I, I think I think what it is is that people want so badly to be uh, like right on neighbors over Marvin Harrison Jr. Like there's a lot of people that want to they want to be known for the person that stood on on that ground, and I get it, and I'm not I'm not like hating on that at all. But the 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 chance of Odunze leapfrogging neighbors is greater than the chance of neighbors leapfrogging Marvin Harrison Jr. It doesn't mean that neighbors, you see neighbors as my two. 
Like, it's funny because some people will be like, Smitty, you're sleeping on neighbors. Like, how am I sleeping on neighbors? Like, what are you talking about? I'm just telling you, this guy right here shouldn't be overlooked if their situations are good and bad. Or if neighbors has got a good situation and Adunze goes to the Giants, then Adunze's got no shot at catching neighbors, at least not for a while. Hey, I got, I got to go, Young. Appreciate you, bro. And uh, uh, look for a live stream tonight. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, nice talking with you, Smitty. I'll, I'll see you later, brother. Yeah, uh, the ball. I got like 30 seconds. I got to run. Um, hit me with it. Um, I think Brian Thompson and Leggett probably have the best situation of being the wide receiver one in the later round. So, uh, I, like I mean, they could, they say they go to Jacksonville. Uh, they can, they can definitely take that wide receiver one slot. Um, Cordy's a nice slot receiver. But I believe if you're looking to get something late, those are your, probably your, your best bets. Yeah, McCorley's going to be an absolute gem. All right, man. Appreciate yep, you. I agree. Later, DeBalt. Yep. Um, all right. I'll see you guys all later. Appreciate you. Um, hopefully, everybody enjoyed this little uh, this little uh, number here. Yeah, Brian Thomas Jr., I'm looking at it. He's so undervalued by so many people. I don't get it. He's my four, and I struggled to not put him three. Like part of me, part of me still feels like if I if I'm gonna tell you I'm wavering, it's 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 Corley Thomas and a Dunes and I love a Dunze. That's the thing is I'm not even like I love a Dunze. Dunze could go above neighbors if he went to let's say Arizona and neighbors went to the Giants just in some trade or whatever. But like this guy's getting undervalued. Like I'm looking at a couple people's rankings. If I look at industry rankings on on these guys, let me see if I can pull it up. Industry rankings on on uh, on the rookies. You have Brian Thomas between five, six, and seven. You have Leggett at eleven or twelve, and you have you have Corley Malachi Corley at fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Malachi Corley's ranked about fourteen, fifteen, or sixteen. I think that changes. I think that that changes, but. Guys, if it doesn't change much and he goes to a great location and, it, and it, he moves to 9 or 10, he's your Tank Dell. If Brian Thomas is anything lower than 4 or 5, he's your he's your breakout, you know, rookie wide receiver to grab. And and this guy, I mean, Leggett is is coming in around what did I say? He's going around 11, 12, 13. Leggett, nobody's respecting these these three guys and they're my 4, 5 and 6. I'll see you all later. Appreciate you. Thank you uh, for the super chats. Uh, Perps, you're a monster. Perps coming in strong with the super chats. Uh, thank you all for, for dropping those. I'll see you all later. Appreciate you. Thanks for joining me for this special rookie wide receiver ranking video edition. You guys are absolutely amazing. I wouldn't be here without you. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope I can somehow bring you closer to getting the next Tank Dell and I hope this video helped you feel like you, you know, you're closer to that. Dynasty-wise, this should have also helped quite a bit. And we'll be doing probably more of this on the Dynasty channel tonight. Because I think it's a real important topic. I think we should be 100% hitting rookie content on the Dynasty channel channel for the next like couple weeks going forward. So expect a lot of rookie content on the Dynasty channel moving forward. I'll see you all later. Expect some uh, 
some animations and some good old, uh, you know, fun on the channel in regards to these six guys. I wouldn't be surprised if, if two of them are on the Moon Man list. Um, and when I say two of them, when I say two of them, I'm not talking about the top three guys. Of course, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison, is Marvin Harrison even on the Mars Man list yet? At least we got to put him on the Mars Man list just because he's going to be a monster. But don't be surprised if we've got one or two of these guys on the Moon Man list. Out of here. Thank you for my super chats. Perps, perps, detest. Thomas, Jake. Thank you, detest. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, perps. Appreciate you guys dropping supers later. <laughs> 